Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the evening service. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. Hey Stu, before you go, you're not ready for this, are you? Before you leave. Yeah, yeah, you. Which jumper do you think suits me best? Do you think I'm more this kind of girl? Or do you think I'm more this kind of girl? Because I really want to look good for Christmas jumper day. Sure, ask them. Guys, what do you think? This one? A little bit. This Or this one? Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, It's the most wonderful time of the year, right? Or sometimes it's a little bit exhausting, isn't it? Sometimes Christmas actually feels like it's all about show. I think Christmas jumpers are a bit like that. Christmas jumpers are actually quite a modern phenomenon, really. When I was a kid, they didn't have them, although that was quite a long time ago now. But nowadays, you can start wearing your Christmas jumper from the first of December if you want. And if you don't wear it on Christmas jumper day, you're actually a bit of a Grinch. There's some big judgments fall around personalities and dress taste on Christmas jumper day. But another thing that we're sort of under pressure to show is our decorations, I think. Again, like, you know, before, like, back in the past, back in the 80s and 90s, we just decorated the inside of our houses. But little by little, the decorations have crept to the outside. And now we see, don't we, all the festooned hedges and and trees and amazing lights so that you can show all your neighbours how Christmassy you're feeling. And if you don't put a photo of how good your house looks on Instagram, just think about how all those people in the world who aren't allowed into your house this Christmas might feel. They'd miss out. When it comes to gifts, I think there's more pressure at this time of the year than any other to use money to show how much we love each other. Some of the shops even have that in their advertising strap line, don't they? Show how much you care by buying this lipstick for your wife. (laughs) Something like that. It's all about show. Now, I don't want to sound too cynical tonight. I don't want to sound cynical. I also love a Christmas jumper. I love a well-decorated house. I love an expensive present, darling, as much as everyone else. (laughs) But I believe that for most of us, this time of year is often one where we wish we weren't under quite so much pressure to put on a good show quite as much. And when it comes to being asked to show our love through spending more and more, then this time of year can feel like it's really difficult to navigate and our money situation can feel really tight. 
But we're in church, right? And this is Christmas, and we're talking about God tonight. So let's think about God. If God was to show his love to us, I wonder what sort of way to do that he would choose. Well, let's think about God giving us a present. If you're like me, you may have a secret list of things that actually God could just hand over to show how much he loves me. But do you know what? He's actually already done that. Something I've started doing recently is from the moment I wake up, I try and find some things to be thankful for. And it's really easy to do that. There's a lot of good things that God has given me from the moment I wake up. So instead of thinking about what's not good, I try and say thank you. And before I know it, I have quite a long list of things that God has given me. Or decorations. We might think when it comes to decorations, God would put on the most professional show of all, right? And he does. We only need to look at one of those beautiful red Christmas flowers or smell some gingerbread or feel the warmth of a fire or sing Christmas carols without masks on. Isn't it good? Or taste a spiced latte to recognize that God really is the most creative designer of all. He wins that one. But God actually at Christmas goes bigger and better than all of this. There's a verse in the Bible that talks about Christmas being a show. This is what it actually says. This is how God showed his love for us. He sent his one and only son into the world. So that's what God did. No, the one before, please, Eddie. That's what God did to show love. He sent his son Jesus to live on earth as a human. In other words, the story of Christmas is God's love on show. Do you remember the reading we started the service with, talked about how amazing it is that God himself, it called him the word, became flesh and blood and moved into our neighborhoods. The neighborhood God used for his backdrop wasn't affluent or flashy. It wasn't cozy even like this nativity scene or like most little crib scenes make it look. Jesus was born in one of the most deprived places in the world, in modern-day Palestine, actually, into a painfully poor family who lived under oppression. So becoming flesh and blood could have meant great privilege, but instead it meant that Jesus came right into the pain and mess of the bleakest of everyday lives. There are so many places, aren't there, that are full of pain and darkness this Christmas, not least our beautiful, broken town of Croydon. I was thinking about this, and I thought, if Jesus was going to be born in our neighbourhood, I wonder if he might have been born in the doorway to the Whitgift Centre late one night. Maybe he would have been wrapped in a homeless man's sleeping bag. Maybe he would have been laid to rest on a bunch of bouquets for a young girl who'd been killed nearby. We all know Croydon has seen a great deal of hardship and broken-heartedness this year. And across the world, people are suffering on an imaginable, unimaginable scale tonight. But this Jesus that we're talking about didn't hide away from the stuff that hurts. Instead, he came right down into the middle of it. So God showed his love by sending his son into the world. And in Jesus, as our reading said at the beginning, we see what God is like. Like father, like son, 
Jesus shows us what God's like. We see God's heart for people like us. We see God living alongside people like us. That's why that reading at the start showed these four people, a student, a teacher, uh, what are you, Sherry? Yeah, um, a musician, we'll call him, (laughs) and a doctor. Four everyday people doing everyday life with God. That was to remind us that Jesus came into this world that we live in. But why does it matter that Jesus became a man? Well, the second part of this verse, here it is, tells us why God sent Jesus. It says, so that we might live through him. What does that mean? You know, when I was a teenager, my brother, who was really annoying and saw it as his business to annoy me, he had a thing for pictures that were called hidden pictures or stereograms. Can you show that, Eddie? There's one. To me, these pictures look like nothing more than a massive pattern or dots. But hidden within this picture is another picture. Do you know the sort of thing I mean? You sort of look at it, and you can't see it easily. You have to get to the right angle to see it. So this one behind the screen is sort of like a special version that Sam found me, because it's actually got the picture behind moving to help people like me who can't see the picture. Can you see what it is? It's not not Christmassy. Yes, it's a shark. So if it's sort of moving like that, I can see it, but only just really. It looks like a rowing team to me. It's all a bit weird. I hated these hidden pictures. Can you go back to the slide before, Ed? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No, I hated them. I still do hate them. Because no matter how much I squint or move around, I just can't see what it's supposed to be. And so for some of us tonight, the idea that there's more to these carols we're singing than pretty words... The idea that this Jesus we're singing about can make a difference to our lives today, it all feels a bit like a hidden picture. The traditional Christmas story maybe feels like a fairy tale or a folk story, and for us that's all it is, tucked in between Father Christmas and the elf on the shelf. So when Christians, like we've heard tonight, make claims there's another dimension to the story, we might ask, how on earth could there be? It's only a story. How could a baby born 2,000 years ago make a difference to my life today? We've heard four people's stories tonight telling us why the Christmas story, Jesus becoming a man, is relevant for their life today. Their belief is this. Jesus came to earth so that they might live through him. Now, this has been their experience, but what this verse teaches us, I think, is this can be everyone's experience. Jesus came so that we, all of us, everyone in the world, might live through him. This life that Jesus offers us is not talking about the human life that begins at our birth. It's talking about a chance for a new spiritual life lived with God. It's a change of heart that begins with repentance and then opening our hands to receive the gift of restored relationship with God. This is the gift that Jesus offers when he sent Jesus, who himself promised us life and life to the full. This is the hidden picture of Christmas. 
The birth of Jesus is the story that holds so much more when we take the time to look a little closer. But unlike a hidden picture, which often stays stubbornly hidden, Jesus will always show himself to us when we ask him to. This is how God showed his love for us. He sent his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. Let's pray. Father God, we've heard tonight that you loved us so much that you sent your one and only son, Jesus. He was the sign of your love for us. And through his death and resurrection, he promises us new life. For all of us who take the step of repentance and begin to follow you, we know we have your forgiveness. Our hearts are filled with joy and we're welcomed into your family as your children. Please send your Holy Spirit on us this evening, Lord, so we are filled with the peace, joy, and hope you promised to fill us with through Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week.